T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello, howdy, greetings, welcome, salutations, and uh, the day after Election Day, alohas to you, fellow patriots, liberty lovers, and chumps still for Trump everywhere. Great to have you along as we get into the bonus hour of the Bobby Mack Show. Great uh, to have you here, and as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcome. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation. Just give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my apologies to the texters. I'll see if I can get caught up a bit in this hour, but the phones have been so hot, uh, it's been difficult to get to those. And, of course, uh, my email remains, as always, bob at 1063word.com. Did I mention the text line, 71307? That is the uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Uh, quickly to the phones, Mary, who is in uh, Greenville, is our lead-off batter. Hi, Mary, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? So far, so good. <laughs> good to hear. Uh, <laughs> I had some questions because uh, yesterday I was watching I was watching the elections happening online. I've been using the Associated Press. Um, you can find it like just on Google when you t type it in for the live map. And right. the problem I had was that that I think you mentioned that if we get the swing states in for uh, making them red, he could win. But when I calculated out, even if he did win Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, and Alaska, he would only come out to 268, and Biden will come out to 270. Yeah, and and the the reason why that the numbers are different than what I mentioned earlier in the program is because of Michigan now having been called at least by Fox uh, for uh, Joe Biden uh, because I was hopeful that uh, the president was going to win there and who knows uh, with the uh, uh, challenges to some of the votes there it's still possible but you're correct uh, the president right now is uh, what at uh, two fourteen is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to win North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, you're right, would leave him six votes short. But if he was to win Nevada, that would be the six necessary to put him at 270. Is that uh, a difficult road? Yeah. Is it probable that that's going to happen? Probably not. Um, I think uh, the president does have a good chance to win North Carolina and Georgia. Pennsylvania is still a bit iffy, although I, I still have hope 
that the president could capture Pennsylvania. But you're right, that would still leave him six electoral votes short. Uh, the short answer is that uh, at this point, if uh, Fox uh, putting Michigan in the Biden camp is accurate, uh, he certainly has an easier path. Right. The, the odd thing is, is that yesterday when I was watching it, Virginia was called for blue when it was it was 50 percent for or 50 something percent for Trump. But it was called blue immediately and, and it was finalized as blue before they even got any of the votes in. Yeah, that was puzzling. And I mentioned it in our election coverage last night. Fox. And I don't know if the Associated Press called it as well, but Fox called Virginia for Joe Biden with 1% of the vote counted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did it on Associated Press, too. Yeah, and, uh, and that strikes me as puzzling. So uh, I guess their metric is that uh, since Northern Virginia uh, is predominantly blue, and that may not have been the counties that they were using with that 1%, they were assuming that when Northern Virginia came in, it was an impossible path for Joe Biden uh, to, to lose Virginia. Right. But I'm, that's, right. that's just an assumption. Happened. Right. And the same thing happened with Wisconsin. Wisconsin was totally red. Yes. The whole time until about like nine minutes. It took about nine minutes for it to get 30,000 mail-in votes. Right. Uh, it was, it, it was puzzling. Biden. It was certainly puzzling to see that uh, suddenly, uh, in, look, I, I, uh, uh, I finally had to go to bed because I did a six-hour air shift yesterday, <laughs> and so that was kind of taxing <laughs> on the system. Uh, I, I finally gave up on it about 11.30, and at that point, it looked very good for, for President Trump. And then, uh, suddenly, all these Democrat-run swing states decided they needed to stop counting ballots for a while. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that also... That also is the kind of thing, along with what you mentioned in Virginia and a few other instances uh, that make people somewhat cynical about the result. Right. And I'm confused if that's ever going to be investigated or if they're just going to allow that to happen at this point. Excellent question. My feeling is that uh, President Trump is going to fight this out to the last vote. That is by demanding recounts in all these states should he end up losing them uh, and and taking uh, Pennsylvania's changing their election laws uh, all the way to the Supreme Court if they agree to hear it and that's something worthwhile to mention the president has said uh, we're going to take this to the Supreme Court actually uh, that's not the way legally that it works the Supreme Court makes their own decisions about what cases they put on the docket now, we can assume, because it's a hot-button issue, obviously, that, uh, that, that SCOTUS would uh, hear that case involving Pennsylvania. But with John Roberts at the helm, who knows? Right. Yeah, and that's our hope and prayer at this point, that he you does bet. something about it. I know he is doing something with Pennsylvania, but it will, we'll hope and pray for Wisconsin and Michigan at this point. Yeah, and, and I mentioned uh, in, in the last hour of the program, uh, so quickly... Well, it's still razor thin in Michigan, and yet we have Fox calling Michigan. And I guess, did you say Money Penny? The Associated Press has called Michigan for Biden now as well? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, they have. Yeah, even before any recounts, any before any court challenges, they are determined 
to drag Biden across the finish line. And then that places the Trump campaign, of course, in the position of the media being able to say, well, it's obvious that Biden won. And so uh, Trump is uh, refusing to admit that he lost and uh, he's refusing to leave the White House as we told you he would. So mm. that's that's uh, that's the scenario I see shaping up. I've watched these guys right. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it, and you raised some excellent points. Uh, Cassandra is next. She is in Greenville as well. Hi, Cassandra. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bobby. Um, I'm I'm calling with a question for you, Bobby. Uh-huh. I, I I'm wondering, could the Democrats be so underhanded that they would have been in a conspiracy with China. And I, I, I know, I think the Obama administration gave the Yuhan uh, some money at one time, Yuhan, China. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if, if this could be, have contrived, because it's so devious, by a brilliant Chinese mind and put into place because nothing else was working against Trump. And that this is something, you know, how do you fight against a virus? Yeah. Do you think they could be that evil that they would actually sacrifice people's lives to do this? Unequivocally. I, I, yeah. And, and let me let me answer your question this way, Cassandra, because it's it's a great question, and you can you can verify this information. It's out there on the web. In the 1980s, when Ronald Reagan was about to run for his second term, Ted Kennedy flew to Moscow, which in those days was the old USSR, the old Soviet Union. And he met with the premier of the Soviet Union to have dis- discussions about how Ted Kennedy could help the old Soviet Union defeat a second term of Ronald Reagan. That was 40 years ago going on. If they would do that kind of thing then, do you think that uh, collaboration with another communist government, uh, the the CRP, the Chinese commies uh, is is beneath them because I don't. Yeah, I I I fear that that might be a big part of it. Um, you know, I had a friend in Chicago who said that the supermarkets were clearing out their reusable bags before we even heard of COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, more mid January before, and you know, and she asked why, and they they said, um, oh, we don't know, but headquarters said we're not going to be able to use these anymore. And to me, that's Democrat Chicago getting the uh, lowdown that this was coming. Yeah. And I've you been know, it, suspicious, it, 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 now it is, and even more so. It, it is suspicious. And, and here's another way that they, they play games with this stuff. Uh, somebody sent me an email the other day, a picture of a product, and I don't even remember what the product was now. But it was foodstuffs. And uh, it was in a grocery store. And it had an American flag on it, stamped on the side. And then next to the American flag, it said made in China in small print. <laughs> so are, are yeah. they trying to tell yeah. us something? Or are we, uh, are, are we like uh, Hong Kong? Are we their, their latest uh, possession? Is the United States? God, I hope not. I, I hope not as well. I have such great respect for President Trump and all the unbelievably marvelous things he has done for our country that so few Americans actually know or understand and even more so now um i i'm aching for him and his family and still praying and i know my goodness i've never seen a fighter like him in my life 
you bet. in my life. And and I I hope that he does look into things and, and get things cleared up when you hear about you know more ballots than than uh, actual registered voters and, yeah, and so ballots on. Ballots dumped on the side oh, of the I road and, and all the rest of it. Well, yes. and and here's yes. a, here's a bulletin. Here's late breaking news for the left. If Donald Trump loses, you think he's going away? <laughs> I wonder what will happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Thanks a lot for the call, Cassandra. Appreciate it. Always good talking to you. 16 after 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back, and more of your calls are coming right up. It's the post-election day edition. Bobby Mack Show here on WORD. So let's talk about the Keystone State, Pennsylvania, 87% 87% of the vote is in. Donald Trump at 51.6%. Joe Biden. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. At 47.2%. And the Pennsylvania Secretary of State is speaking now about the election results. Let's uh, jip a bit of that. Decades longer that voters of a color were still denied the right to vote. And it took, you know, civil rights activists, the, you know, incredible struggles and tragedies and triumphs that led to President Johnson signing the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And I just, I take all of this with me every day in this job to make sure that we, we ensure that every single qualified and eligible voter has the opportunity to vote. And I'm so thankful to work for Governor Wolf, who uh-huh. is incredibly dedicated to yeah. that uh, mission as well. So we will right. continue to fight for every Pennsylvanian for their vote to be counted. And uh, thank you all for being here, and we're happy to take questions. With, with the lawsuit. The uh, Secretary of State and the Governor of Pennsylvania uh, talking about the count in Pennsylvania, saying they are making progress uh, slowly, and it is not completed there. All as right. of, okay, yeah, so that's Brett Bayer from uh, Fox News, F-A-U-X News. Um, and uh, they're, they're essentially getting uh, some FaceTime on uh, cable TV. That's what they're doing. Uh, but Trump is, is leading in Pennsylvania right now. And from what I've seen of the big board, it looks as if many of the outstanding votes that have yet to be counted in Pennsylvania are not from uh, the big blue urban areas like Philadelphia. Uh, they are from uh, more outlying areas. So uh, we'll see if President Trump ends up with uh, with those electoral votes from uh, Pennsylvania. 
in on the uh, text line. Hey, Bobby had to wait four months for a Blue Lives Matter flag that was made in America. I don't get it. Bobby, if Trump loses, you're right. He won't be going away. His next venture will be the Trump News Network. He'll give the fake news network fits. This is somebody who's plugged in because this has been circulating for a while. A couple of things have been circulating for a while. One of them is probably off the table now. That is that CNBC, and they have a new guy that's running things over there, was considering putting on conservative talk programming at night. Uh, they had uh, they put out a feeler to uh, Mark Levin. Uh, a number of years ago when they also were discussing this. So I guess uh, if Biden wins, that's certainly off the table. Or maybe not. And uh, the rumor mill grinding exceedingly fine that uh, uh, Trump was going to put together a coalition of uh, billionaire backers and buy or take over the One America News Network and beef that up and, uh, and go against Fox. We'll see. One thing is for certain. Even if Donald Trump is not in the White House, maybe then, in a sense, it's even better. He's unshackled. But he's not going away. 25 after 6, uh, let's go to uh, Pat, who is in Union. Hello, Pat, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, Arizona was counting. Trump was ahead. That was a power outage. It's, Arizona is so poor, they cannot afford... An emergency generator. So when Wait the a second. Don't, on, don't they have the Grand Coulee Dam out there? Yes, they do. <laughs> but uh, when that power came back on, Trump was a hundred and some odd thousand points behind. Now, how did they do all this counting with the power out? Well, that's a good question. I, I guess uh, the old-fashioned way. Uh, they got out the flashlights and they counted the electronic ballots by hand. No, wait a minute. Oh, that they can't said be they right. couldn't do that. They said they couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was being sardonic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my granddaughter heard a couple of girls at the coffee shop talking, and they are from out of state. They took their absentee ballot, they voted and sent it home, took their New York State driver's license and went down and voted. <laughs> yeah, I'm my stunned. Daughter called, my daughter called the New York State Electrical Committee. Uh, election committee. They said, oh, right. no, that can't happen. Yeah, sure it can't. Too bad because it already did, but they but they claim it can't happen. Well, that's that's reassuring. Yeah. That's certainly reassuring. Yes. Yeah, thank I you, Pat. Throw it all out and revote for a new. Yeah, that that would be nice. And this time, let's have everybody have to show up to vote. Yes, in person. Mm, you and bet. you're going to have 48 hours to vote. You're going to come out with a purple thumb. That would that would be nice. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate the call. Twenty-seven after six. Let's go to Greer next, and Randy is next up. Hi, Randy. Oh, I'm sorry, Dorothy is next. She is in Greenwood. Hi, Dorothy, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby, Matt. Um, watching the um, returns last night, my husband and I both. I know you may have already answered this, and I have three things I want to ask you. Okay. Uh, we noticed on several it would show Trump ahead. And they would call it, and he had more of the votes, but there would be a check beside Biden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they are basing that on their projections. What they do is they look at where the votes come from, and then they see how many votes are remaining. And if their computer algorithm 
tells them that uh, it's impossible for the uh, candidate uh, to be able to win a majority of the votes in the state, uh, then they go ahead and call it. That would be uh, one way of saying uh, they are telling you what they think is going to happen and calling a state uh, before all the votes are in, which should be prevented by election law, in my estimation. And, right. and the, the other aspect of that is, uh, you notice these networks uh, rushing to uh, call Michigan for Joe Biden, uh, but, yeah. uh, but crickets about calling Pennsylvania for Donald Trump. How has that happened? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I've heard this about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago, and it was a talk show. I can't remember whether it was Newsmax, Levine, whoever, mm-hmm. but they said that a, a, a company like Google could lose 20 million votes and no one would ever have a trace. Yeah. Now, the lady talked about the power outage. Mm-hmm. How do we know that that didn't happen? Yeah, and, and, and sadly, thing, and sadly is the answer is we don't know. How many Democrats have had COVID? The Republican Party has been inundated with COVID, and I I believe there was a conspiracy there. I think someone planted Trump with it. I'll believe it till the day I die. And I will tell you this. If Joe Biden gets it, he is not my president, and I will never, ever stand to him I will not take a move to anyone. You know, Dorothy, it's it's amazing how already some of the rhinos uh, in the Republican Party are talking about, well, you know, if Biden does win, we have to do the right thing and the country needs to come together and we need to give him our support. And my answer is, oh, you mean the same way that the Democrats did when they enlisted the FBI and the DOJ to try to stage a coup against President Trump? That kind of support? Well, let's flood the status with letters from everyone that voted for Trump. We demand a vote-by-vote recount, and we want an ID. They asked for everything but my underwear size when I went up to vote. Uh, I'm with you, Dorothy. Thanks for the call. I mean it. But you talk about mad. I'm ready for retaliation. Let's go burn and lose like the rest of it. <laughs> I need a new TV. Yeah, it's uh it it's sad how uh when when the other side does it of course it's uh, merely a peaceful protest. Oh it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, but it's I'm peaceful thinking- protest. Even though stuff is burning in the background behind them. Dorothy, I've got to run, but I thank you for the call. 631 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to go next in the News Center. I'm back with the last half of the bonus hour here in the post-election day show on WORD. Welcome back. 6.38 now, 22 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Okay, let's uh, let's run a little numbers here uh, just for fun. Uh, right now, the Associated Press has Donald Trump at 214 votes in the Electoral College and Joe Biden at 264. Uh, so uh, 
with uh, with Trump at 214. If he wins North Carolina, uh, they have 15 electoral college votes. That puts uh, Trump at 229. If he wins Georgia, they have 16 electoral votes. That puts him at 245. If he wins Pennsylvania, and I feel pretty good about Pennsylvania right now, uh, if he wins Pennsylvania, that is 20 more electoral college votes, uh, still short. Now, Nevada has six electoral college votes. Uh, Arizona has 11. Arizona may still be in play with a challenge. Uh, certainly, there, a recount is going to be demanded there. Nevada, who knows? But here's an interesting thought. Uh, even though Michigan has been called for uh, Joe Biden, you know there are going to be recounts. You know there are going to be court challenges. What if, uh, who knows, uh, six weeks from now, uh, President Trump gets a Christmas present of uh, the Supreme Court tossing out a bunch of the votes in Michigan, uh, and Donald Trump ends up winning Michigan, and that puts him over the top? You, you talk about liberals' heads exploding. Uh, with Biden still sitting there six electoral college votes short, and he doesn't win? Wow. Uh Back to the phones we go. Let's head to Spartanburg next and bring in John here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, John. Welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing, Bobby? Good. Thank you. Good, good. I was just uh, calling about the election. Uh, I was, you know, I, I was feeling the same way. Uh, I was thinking it was a shoe-in for Trump with all of the votes, and all of a sudden, you know, you get uh, all these bogus votes coming in. But mm-hmm. I, I really do think, honestly, I don't think it's going to be resolved until like you said, around the mid-December. I was just talking to my wife about it uh, just a few minutes ago. I'm, knowing Trump, he's not going to let this go without a fight. He's going to no. find... No, you were absolutely Indian. right, John. Yeah, he's a fighter. He's gonna find, yeah, he's going to find any and every way to uh, to uh, get this thing to the Supreme Court, in which I think, at, at that point, honestly, I think it's all done for Joe except for the crime. And honestly, right now... I can't really call uh, Arizona for Joe Biden right now because of, you know, what I'm reading now and, you know, the information that's coming, you know, you know that, that I'm getting. I'm right. thinking Trump might mess around and flip Arizona. And then the question is, what does Biden do then? Because now he doesn't really have a, he, now all of a sudden his path gets a lot harder to 270 in which he's really going to need Pennsylvania. And I don't really see that happening for him as well. So... Um, I, I don't. I don't think Biden's going to win at all. I think right now is just a prolonged, uh, prolonged uh, thing to try to keep you know uh, Biden. You know to try to discourage Trump from fighting and whatnot. But I, I, I really do think Trump is going to pull this out. We, it just it might not happen when we really wanted to. I, sure. Like I said, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's not going to happen to around mid-December is when is when we really find out who wins this thing. But it, if it gets to that point, especially going to the court, Trump Trump is going to win. And it's probably going to end up being the landslide once they take out all the uh, all the uh, uh, mail-in votes. So yeah, all, all the, uh, all the, uh, the, uh, the mail-in ballots 
uh, that have come from who knows where. It sounds to me, John, like you're kind of in agreement with me that uh, the the propagandists in the media are trying to set Biden up as as being the presumed winner, so that uh, when and if uh, the kind of scenario that you just described plays out, uh, they can uh, turn around and say, "Well, uh, Trump is just doing this because he's a he's a sore loser, and and we know that he's bad orange man and all the rest." Right? Oh yeah, and I agree. And I'm just going to say this one last thing, and I'm going to go. Honestly, I think what's really happened to Joe Biden is uh, one, one one thing I found out is sometimes you can cheat too good until you get caught. Yeah. And and what happened when Wisconsin, when I actually read the story of how the number of mailing votes outnumbered the number of registered votes. <laughs> right. That, automatic, that automatically should send a, should have sent a red flag because I thought that you couldn't vote unless you, unless you were as it, you know, actually registered to vote. Right. That right. was just always, that, that was just always, you know, my, my thing. So how in the world can you vote in an election that you haven't even registered to vote in? A fair so question. Right, and so and so that right there, honestly, that right there, I think is what's going to get Joe Biden ultimately ultimately done in. Plus the fact that they lost uh, a Supreme Court uh, 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 number when uh, you know the, the past lady died, and now we got Amy. And right. That's going to be another thing too, I, and it, it's. That's another thing that it couldn't it couldn't have been any more uh, timely that, that that happened. So Man, isn't that the truth? Yeah, as as long as uh, John Roberts, who uh, is not what I would call John a dependable conservative vote, but uh, if 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 we can get uh, wishy washy Roberts uh, to to actually follow the law, certainly with what uh, changes were made uh, to the uh, election voting regulations in Pennsylvania, uh, we, we could still pull this thing out. Uh, John, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Good to have you here, sir. Uh, coming up on 645 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here. Uh, at least uh, one more caller is on the way. Uh, Cliff, uh, who is in uh, Greenville, and I'm going to uh, join. He's, he's going to join us on the show. Coming up next here on WORD. Welcome back. Closing minutes of the uh, Bobby Mack Show with our post-election day wrap-up. Uh, back to the phones we go. Cliff is in Greenville. Hi, Cliff, and welcome to the program. Thank you, sir. Quick question for you. I'm not just now catching the tail end of your show here because it's golf work. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to figure out the electoral votes here with the three states left that should go into Trump's favor or possibly the four on the side. Right. He's not going to have enough electoral votes to win this. So how are we hoping he's going to come out on top of this? Here's here's the way uh, I've got this worked out, and and it's a little confusing, but follow along with me. Uh, if Trump, no he's at he's at two fourteen right now. Okay. Yes, sir. If he wins North Carolina, that's another fifteen electoral college votes. If he wins yes, Georgia, that's another sixteen electoral college votes. Yes, and if he if he wins Pennsylvania, that's another twenty. Now your math is correct. Two sixty-five, right? Two sixty-five. Sorry, yes. Two sixty-five. So your math is correct. What what I am assuming is that 
a, a number of things happen here. Uh, and this is kind of convoluted, uh, but stranger things, I guess, have happened. Uh, if uh, President Trump should win Nevada, that is another six electoral votes, which puts him at 271. Okay. There's Joe Nevada in the blue, though. But when yeah. I go yeah. into Nevada, over 70% of it is red, but they're showing it in blue. And, and the vote count in Nevada right now is uh, only 8,000 votes difference. Mm. With 75% reporting. So 25% of the votes are out there, and they're only 8,000 votes apart. Okay? Okay. Um, now, uh, another, another scenario, since you're talking about a state that is already colored blue, uh, Arizona, with 11 electoral votes. Um, Trump uh, is, is behind by roughly uh, 80,000 votes, but Arizona only has 84% reporting. That's a stretch, but probably doable. And, and here's the real long shot. Michigan, uh, which, of course, has a substantial amount of electoral college votes, 16 to be precise. Uh, yeah. if, if there is a recount in Michigan or there's a Supreme Court fight over Michigan and a lot of these mail-in ballots are tossed out, either because they were illegally voted or... Uh, because uh, they don't have the proper signatures or whatever the technicality may be, if they are suspected of being fraudulent and they're tossed out and President Trump wins Michigan, uh, look out, because then it's 88 and out the gate. Well, haven't they already gave Arizona to Biden? Yeah. Uh, if, if you believe that Biden should have Arizona... Uh, when President Trump is about 80,000 votes behind and there's still 16% of the votes that haven't been counted, it's a stretch, mm. but it's doable. It's doable. Let's yeah. hope it works. Especially considering uh, how well President Trump has done with a Latino vote. We can only hope. We can yeah. only hope. Yeah. Fat lady, I guess what I'm saying is fat lady is not sung yet, Cliff. Yeah. Well, she's she's warming up. She's warming up. She's in the wings. But, man, to, to have Biden, if, if all this were to play out and Biden ends up stuck six electoral college votes short and, and doesn't get across the finish line, that would be, yeah, that, all, would really... that would be almost as sweet as watching uh, Jamie Harrison uh, take $107 million out into the parking lot and set it on fire. <laughs> question two, another question if you got a minute. I do. The, what about the, the votes over here? I'm hearing about how they got way more votes than registered voters. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. Uh, and, and this has happened before. And this is also why recounts will be demanded, because it seems to me, even using limited common core math, you can't have more votes than you have registered voters. If you do, some yeah. people are voting who shouldn't be. Or vote twice. Yeah, you know, or three times. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Something's a little wrong here, isn't it? Yes, it is. But, you know, it is indeed. It's always Trump. It ain't nobody else. It's just Trump. So, isn't it funny how yeah, that happens, Cliff? Right. Yeah, that, I guess that's merely coincidence, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, a uh, little something popped up on my phone earlier today, and I clicked on it and started watching. They were sitting there talking about how Trump's a sore loser and 
doesn't want to lose. That's why he's demanding court and going to start suing him. I'm like, well, wait a minute. you got a, four million voters, but you got five million votes. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, uh, that, that makes us uh, somewhat suspicious. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Cliff. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. uh, you joining us here uh, after work in the show. Good to have you here, sir. In on the text line 71307, a uh, texter says, Trump wins in court, and this is the he stole it, not my president, Russia hoax of the second term. Now, here's a thought I had, too, during the newscast a few minutes ago. Who was it? MoveOn.org or one of those Soros-sponsored groups that had all those not my president signs? If all this doesn't fall into place and Biden wins, you think they have any of those left over that we could use? Uh, Bobby, do you think Republicans hold on to the Senate? Yeah, I do, but it, it's, it's going to be a bit iffy. Uh, and probably we won't know if they do until we see the results of the uh, runoff in Georgia. Which is what? January? <sighs> Bobby, I'm still astonished that anyone would believe that so many people would be stupid enough to put that senile crook in the White House. Hey, Bobby, what about those Michigan found 100,000 ballots and every one of them had Biden on it? No, that's not suspicious. It is not time to play nice, Bob. All those rhinos should go blue and put a D behind their name. Uh, hi, Bobby Mack. I just wanted to say, you go, Dorothy. That was Dorothy down in Greenwood. I'm with you. I am fired up, too. Dorothy was hot. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, Bobby, I'm with Granny Clampett. Let's go, Dorothy. <laughs> oh, mercy. And apologies for not getting uh, to, uh, to as many of the text messages as I should today. Bobby, I think you meant Hoover Dam instead of the Grand Coulee Dam, which is in Washington State. Semper Fi, brother. You're right. I did. I meant the Grand Coulee. Thank you for the correction. Uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Have a great evening. God bless. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.